I was so excited to sit down with Kim Pate, a loan officer with our team who specializes in construction loans. She has an extensive history and background with this loan type, which is incredibly helpful for anyone in our markets looking for more information. As you listen, you'll get some insights directly from Kim about what you can expect when you're going through the process of building a home with a construction loan and some of those things that people don't typically think about. I learned so much from Kim and I hope you do too. But before we get started, we have the always fun disclaimers and disclosures. Town Bank Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 512138. The information from this episode is for informational and educational purposes only. This is not a commitment to lend. Kim Pate's NMLS is number 305553. Enjoy! We're really excited to have you on. So to get started, uh, can you just say your name and maybe a little bit about yourself, like your title and where you're located? Sure. I'm Kim Pate, and I'm the Senior Vice President and Director of the Construction Lending Department. I work in the Crossways Building in Chesapeake. How long have you been in the mortgage industry, and how long have you been with town? Okay, so it's telling my age. Um, I've been in the mortgage industry for 37 years. I will be with town 22 years this coming October. Wow, that's exciting. And congrats for being here for so long. But yeah, that's really exciting. And again, with you know your time here, that kind of provides a lot more credibility and all the information you'll provide is gonna provide so much for people. So kind of with that and with how long you've been to town, what brought you to town and Town Bank Mortgage and what's kept you here? Well, their reputation. It was just, even to this day, I can't think of another lending institution that has the reputation that Town Bank, Town Bank Mortgage have. Um, I've stayed because I truly believe it's the best place to work. Employees feel appreciated and respected. Um, I have an amazing team of employees that I am just so privileged to work with each and every day. And it, I can't talk enough about Town Bank. It is really truly my home. I love it. <laughs> um, so how did you get started with construction loans? So I am curious at, by nature and I was always interested in the building industry and what went into building a home. It just, you know, there's so many decisions that are made from where I want to build the house, what builder I want to choose, what is the style of home I want to build and what materials do I want to use building that. And those decisions will change constantly during the build. And that really is what kind of drew my interest interest into this department. So is that kind of also like in turn what's made you stick with doing that and sticking with construction loans? Well, I enjoy problem solving. And so with construction loans, they can be very different and challenging, especially in today's current environment with unpredictable material costs, delay in shipping the materials. So I think more the problem solving, helping people, let me help you get into your home and let me help you you know, I, I can't help them make the decisions, but I can bring to their attention maybe questions they should be asking along the way to their builder. And um, and that's what I love. Could you provide quick little elevator pitch, brief summary of what 
a construction loan is for people at home who may not know what that is? Sure. Um, with a construction loan, it is the borrower obtaining the financing themselves versus a builder. So normally, if you go to a new construction site, a builder is going to use their line of credit and they are going to build the home. And at the end, the borrower is going to get their permanent loan based on what the final cost is. So the builder will give them a cost up front and then during the process they will have what is called a change order, uh, usually changing materials, upgrading cabinetry, upgrading countertops, maybe upgrading flooring. And at the end they'll have a final cost and the mortgage officer will then do the the permanent loan for them. With a construction loan, it's a little different in that the they select the builder, but the borrower is responsible for obtaining the funds for the build. And so we will close on the construction loan and then we will disperse funds to the builder based on percentage of completion and approval from the borrower. So the borrower has a little bit more control over the process itself if they are disenchanted or don't agree with the percentage of completion, then they won't agree to disperse the funds. And then we have to just put a little hold on it, have some discussions so then we can move forward and get those funds to the builder so they can complete the build. I had no idea that it was such a hands-on process. With our next question, we spoke to Kristen Smith in a previous episode and really discussed and went into detail about women in the mortgage industry. And she actually mentioned you as one of her most influential women in her life, aside from her mom, of course. Um, but is there someone or multiple people in this industry or within the company that have been super influential to you? Um, yes. First of all, I have to thank Kristen. That was very generous and kind of her, and it really touched my heart when you had mentioned that previously. I think Kristen is just a wonderful young woman. I love her mother, Shirley, and the whole family. So that was just... It, it, again, it touched my heart. For me, with women in the industry, Jackie Amato and Sherry Husser are the two standout women for me. Jackie Amato, strong, direct, and fair. And Sherry Husser just has a wealth of knowledge. I call her Oz because she just has all the answers. Um, and she always encourages everyone to be their best. And she's extremely patient. And I, I just, I can't say enough about her. She probably is the person I look to the most for guidance. She always has the right words and she just is so encouraging. So now given the current market, you kind of touched base on this a little bit, but how can construction loans benefit the buyers aside from ha having more hands-on? Well, the one thing that I think is crucial is that typically when a builder is building in his cost for the construction, he's also, he or she is also building in their cost of the money that they have to use off their line of credit. And so 
you know, whatever that cost is, is factored into the overall cost of the home. With a construction loan, the builder doesn't have that expense, and so the cost of construction is going to be a little bit less. Now, the buyer will be paying interest on the money, but typically that's going to be a tax write-off for them. So they actually get the benefit of paying that interest on their loan. The other thing, too, is that I think they feel a little more comfortable with knowing, okay, this is what my loan amount is, and these are the costs. The one thing that has always concerned me is that I want the homeowners to understand that even if they have a fixed price contract, it's not fixed. You know, as I mentioned earlier, there are so many decisions that are made, and many of them are ongoing during the process. It may be that they wanted a specific flooring, and due to current environment, that flooring is no longer available, and the flooring that they now want is more expensive than the flooring that they initially decided on. And so they really have to think about having funds set aside for the what ifs. You know, if you watch HGTV or the Magnolia channel, they talk about contingency funds all the time. I've had to go into the contingency funds or there are no longer any contingency funds available. So when our loan officers are speaking to the borrowers and they're saying, okay, we would like to see that you have 15% of construction cost available after we close on this loan, and they don't, they don't understand why we really want to see those funds. And it's not for us, it is for them, it's to protect them. Um, also, if they own the lot ahead of time, and maybe they don't have liquid assets to meet the contingency that we would like to see, sometimes we can build the contingency into the loan for them and have that set aside for the what ifs. So I think that, you know, when you're building a home, the biggest thing is to say, okay, this is what it's going to cost to build, but it could be as much as this. And it's really based on, it used to be it was based on what your likes were. So for instance, if a builder said to me, Kim, I'm going to give you an allowance for lighting of $2,000, and I'm building a 3,500 square foot home. Well, I'm going to burn that allowance on the lighting fixture in the dining room. So I have to consider, okay, I'm going to have to come out of pocket with anything over that $2,000. So when they're meeting with their builders, really think about the allowance that the builder is providing you for those items. If he's saying, I'm going to give you X amount of dollars per square foot for the flooring, make sure that when you're at the flooring company that that's going to meet what your likes are for that flooring. Just be aware, educate yourself. That's the biggest piece of this. I know like we're currently now keeping in mind the newest generation of home buyers with it being a Gen Z coming in and, you know, more people are, it's becoming more possible. People are saving more, you know, they're getting older, so they have the money to. Have you seen a spike in some younger home buyers considering construction loans as like um, the generation shifts? I have not. I have not. Um, and we have had a great 
two years. I took over the department eight years ago next month. And last year, we closed 257 loans. So we were able to get 257 families into construction loans. But most of the time, it's really the assets that will stop someone for, from starting off their very first home with a construction loan because you have to have the cash investment, their equity position, down payment, whatever you want to call it, plus closing cost. And then you have to prove that you have savings for the what ifs, the contingency funds. And then many products require PITI, so principal interest taxes and insurance reserves. And so many times that will not allow that first time home buyer or younger home buyer getting into this product out of the gate unless, you know, they have uh, family means, you know, a family member that could gift them equity in the lot or gift them funds for the down payment. I think in my head, you had talked about the HGTV mindset of home buying and I'm, I'm like, oh, I could DIY. I'm Joanna Gaines. I could do that. And then you're like, can I though? Well, I like, yeah, I like to watch the, the ones where the homeowners do try and, and I appreciate the effort in trying to do it themselves, but then the builder coming in and going, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you didn't do that. You would have burned your house down or whatever. And then they go in and fix it properly. And I said to my husband just the other day, I said, the HGTV channel is awesome for great ideas and for those who actually are proficient in the DIY. However, um, it could put other people at risk who aren't as proficient, maybe don't know how to use power tools or don't know to check to see if the water is off or the electricity is off when they're starting a project. So it's good in a lot of ways, but you just have to know what your limitations are. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, I think my limitations limited to paint DIYs, just like very simple, like as long as it looks pretty, we're okay. But once you start asking me to, you know, mess around with wiring or lights, things that are not aesthetic, then I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I'm Um, with you on that one. (laughs) I did a tile backsplash probably, oh my gosh, 18 years ago. It was way before all of the HGTV. And I said to my husband, I wanted to put up the tile backsplash. How hard could it be? And so he goes, well, I'm going to give you the center start point and then I'm walking away. And (laughs) I was so proud of myself because I cut the tile, I set the tile. It looked amazing but it was all day it was hard work and i said you know this is where i'll stop other than paint like you said or sanding you know wood and painting wood i i'll pay a professional to get me through it i think that's kind of where a lot of people like in their heads like i could do that and they're like i probably shouldn't do that so it's kind of again it's know your limitations (laughs) So to go into the next question, what makes the construction loan process with town unique or different compared to working with somebody else for this loan? You know, 
the knowledge. I have a team that is so knowledgeable in their craft of this product. Um, Vicki Addison, who's my operations manager, has been in this industry probably 27, 30 years, something like that. She's been with Town Bank since April of 1999 and was with Bob Aston prior to that. Um, it's really, it is the knowledge, the perseverance, just wanting to help people. I would, I just had a conversation yesterday. I would put Town Bank Mortgage Construction Department up against any bank in the country. I believe we have the best system and the best people. We know the questions to ask and we know the answers to provide. And it's just, it's amazing. I can't talk enough about the team. They are, and we have this new built draw system, which is an automated draw system, which allows the builder to request an inspection any time of the day in real time it notifies the inspector the inspector goes out and inspects the property the borrower is notified the inspection is being done the borrower can see all the pictures they can see the percentages of completion they have access to what their balance is and how much money is remaining to complete the project it is really it's something that we invested in uh, several years ago, and it's an auditing budgeting system that not every bank, very few banks probably have this type of system. And I have a person that I look at all the construction contracts, but then the person that is uploading it into this built system, they're the ones that are breaking down the cost line item by line item. And then they're speaking to the builder and talking about how these funds are going to be dispersed so that all of that is is agreed upon before we even go to closing. So it's it's just my staff is amazing. We've talked a lot about like what construction loans are and you know all those the little inner working things, but what is some things that people should know if they're looking to get into a construction loan or start the process? Maybe things that people don't always think about and that you kind of have to educate them early on. I think it's doing your homework. You know, you want to research the builder, research the cost, make sure your allowances are uh, within what the builder is providing you. Because what happens, and we talked about this earlier, so in a contract, even a fixed price contract, it will have allowances for appliances. Well, if the allowances for the appliances are $10,000 and you want a chef's kitchen, you're gonna burn that up on the stove alone. So you know that, okay, above and beyond that 10,000, you're gonna spend X amount of dollars out of my pocket. Do I actually have that to spend? So I think that is, again, probably my biggest um, piece of advice is when you're looking at a contract, make sure that the costs are in line with your taste. Again, you know, I always, when I'm training my loan officers and I have classes all the time, the one thing I talk about is the chandelier in the dining room. That's two grand, probably 2,500. And if my total lighting allowance is 2,500, I know that I personally am going to have to write a check for the differences for all the other 
your lighting throughout the house, every bedroom, the kitchen, the pot lights, the exterior lights, and that can add up to a lot of money. Um, choosing the right builder is really important. And what I tell people, and I used to originate loans, and so when I originated loans, I would say, make sure that you not only have a great builder, but it's a builder that you will be able to communicate with for the next 12 or 15 months. It is like an early marriage. Is it going to last? And many times it does not. So you just want to make sure that the builder is not only great at his, his or her craft, but that your personality with them is going to mesh well, that um, it's a short-term relationship that could go awry um, very easily if the builder isn't completing the project on time, if the builder maybe substitutes a material because in the contract many times it will say that they can substitute. Read the contract, pay attention to the details. This is the biggest purchase you make in your lifetime, and when you're building a house, it is your dream home. Do not let it turn into a nightmare, and that can happen, and you just want to make sure, you know, again, research, 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 do your homework. Do you have a common misconception that people have come in to this process, you know, expecting, but then it was completely different with, you know, construction loans? Um, the only thing I would say is I think that many times borrowers think because we are the bank that we can resolve issues between them and the builder. And the contract is between the parties on the contract. The contract is not with town bank. The contract is with the borrower and the builder. And unfortunately, if something comes up, they're going to have to get with a mediator or arbitrator or sometimes an attorney to work that out. And we're not able to assist in that matter. My final big question that I have that I just love to ask people, especially, you know, having had more experience in the industry, is that do you have a, a transaction or a couple transactions that have stood out and you know stuck with you throughout your time in the industry? Unfortunately, more recently, probably the unpredictable cost of materials and labor and convincing the borrowers that they need to have the contingency funds. So that's probably what sticks out most recently with me. And just understanding that you're paying interest on the loan as the loan is being drawn down. So that number is going to increase along the way. You're responsible for paying your real estate taxes along the way. You know, making sure that you have enough insurance coverage. Sometimes the coverage, especially let's talk about floods. Sometimes the flood insurance, let's say I'm building a million dollar home and all I need is 250 to meet FEMA requirements. Well, flood, uh, flood insurance, I want to make sure is going to cover the whole home, you know, as I'm building it. Uh, insurance is fear-driven, so it's the what-ifs. So I would just say to, um, you know, watch out for things like that. Be aware, again, educate, but there's not really one loan in particular that sticks out. Have you ever, you know, watched the process from start to finish, obviously with construction, you get to watch from the dirt to fully 
right built house have you seen houses that are built that you've just seen and be like wow that is the most gorgeous house i've ever seen or things that you know like you pick from other people oh yeah homes and want to apply to you Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's a house in Virginia Beach that probably is the most beautiful home I've ever seen. Um, it, it just everything about it was, I was in awe of absolutely everything. The material choice, the design of the home, just the detail that the borrowers had for every little thing, whether it was the children's bathroom or the children's playroom or the pool house, whatever it was, it it really sent me into just a beautiful place when I thought about it. And I was talking about this house with the homeowners the other day, um, just saying just how in awe I was of the home that they built. It's It's stunning. I think that would be like the most dangerous part of being in construction. If it were me, I would start with like one house and then be like, okay, I saw that. I love that. I'm going to add that to mine. Or I'm like, oh, and now I like this. I'm going to add this. It's kind of like a shopping cart, but yeah, it it, it can be dangerous. Trust me. Ask my husband. It can be dangerous. We have renovated more than our fair share of homes and we are closing on a new home next week um, as our second home. And it's only a year old and inside really is perfection. The exterior needs a little love. But my husband said, so what are you going to do on the inside? And I said, well, you know, it's kind of perfect. He said, yeah, the word kind of perfect. And I said, well, I don't like carpet in the bedroom, so that has to come up. I don't like the two separate vanities in the master, so they need to go. There really should have been a bathroom down in the basement, so we need to add a little powder room down there. So he said, so it's kind of perfect. But it's what I see every day, and I'm like, this would look better. So it happens <laughs> no I 100% kind of expected it to like my I have like a perfection and an idea in mind that I'd be like well now that I know I need to do <laughs> this 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 and this but other than that is there anything else that you want to talk about or include um I would just say that when they're speaking to their mortgage loan officers make sure that it's someone that's proficient in this particular program because it's not every loan officer knows how to um, take care and originate um, within town bank. We educate all of our loan officers, so they have to, um, you know, create a couple of samples for me. They have to pass an assessment, and I'm readily available to have conference calls with their prospective borrowers and the loan officers so that um, I can actually help them move into the right direction. So I just think choosing a very well-versed, educated mortgage officer um, is the first step. And, you know, discussing do I have enough funds to really make this transaction work? And then, again, just choose the right builder. That is key for me. And I would say that uh, many times when a borrower wants to use a friend or a family member to build their home, sometimes it doesn't turn out as they had hoped. So just make sure the builder is very, very good at what they do. Well, Peyton, thank you so much. And I appreciate you being so patient with me. So again, I just want to say thank you for hopping thanks. on. All right. Thanks so much, Peyton. Have a good You're day. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.